When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast featuring exclusive content and interviews with leaders in the WordPress community, covering everything from development to integrating your digital marketing strategy with WordPress. Join host David Vogelpohl of WP Engine and special guests from across the community as they keep you up to speed on the latest advancements in WordPress. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Press This WordPress Community Podcast on Webmaster Radio. This is your host, David Vogelpohl, and I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. As a reminder, you can subscribe on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or Spotify, and of course, as always, you can download the latest episodes at webmasterradio.fm. In this episode, we're going to be interviewing Travis McAshen of Glide Design about how uncovering your core values can transform your agency and your team. And uh, really excited to have Travis on the show. Travis, welcome to Press This. Thank you. It's good to be here. I'm looking forward to talking about this. This is something that I have spent a lot of time thinking about over a number of years and just really um, excited to hear what we, we have to talk about. I think it's funny. So for, uh, I guess it was a couple of weeks ago, I was meeting with you, Travis, here in Austin and had to excuse myself to go uh, downstairs to record an episode of Press This with Brian Massey, who you mentioned you also knew. So I thought that was kind of ironic. So I thought it was cool to have you on the show talk about some of your operating principles. Yeah. Yeah. Brian and I have gone back. I've followed him for a number of years. Just the idea of evidence-based results, split testing, conversion science, all that. So it's good. But yeah, I'm looking forward. So what, what do we have to talk about today? Awesome. So we're going to be covering, again, how you can think about core values in your organization. What does your organization stand for? What might be some of the outcomes of taking a, an approach like that? And how you might use that, particularly in an agency or freelancer setting, but maybe applicable to really any other kind of business. So to kick us off, I think the first thing I'd like to learn is what is your WordPress origin story? How did you get started with all this WordPress stuff? So WordPress was something that really came about uh, early on as we were developing sites in flat HTML, Dreamweaver, in the painful world of search replace, all of that. And uh, it came out as a, a blog publishing platform and we were using it occasionally for clients where they needed some type of news environment. And I remember, I think it was around 2005 when they came out with the first CMS kind of focused features, uh, custom post types and some of these different things. And we, we, we started to see the validity of using it for a content publishing platform as opposed to just necessarily for blog. And, and uh, that transition happened pretty quickly. Of course, they introduced a lot of features related to themes 
And, um, and then from there, the rest is history. We've just, uh, we've been full tilt hundred percent on the WordPress bandwagon. We definitely had a period of time in the dark days where we were supporting Joomla and Drupal and a lot of these other platforms and just solidifying around the WordPress platform has been pretty, pretty helpful for us. It's good to hear. So you uh, just so you rest easy. You're not the first person to admit in this question that Dreamweaver was one of the first places they built on. So you're in good company. There's some big names that also admitted to that. Um, but I think it's interesting to hear. You know, custom post types was such a uh, big moment in the WordPress history. 2010 was the year of that I actually think, and so many products and agencies kind of came around during that time. Um, so it's interesting to hear your connection to that as well. Um, so before we get into the the kind of core values discussion, just real quickly, tell me what does Glide Design do? Uh, like help, help people understand what what y'all do. Sure. So we're we're based out of Austin, Texas, and our firm is a values based digital creative agency. I mean, I, I would say in essence, we create beautiful websites on WordPress. Uh, we also support those websites and offer certain specific kind of technically related optimization services. So we're not necessarily a turnkey full spectrum marketing agency, we really try to focus on the technical acumen of optimizing websites for performance, for speed, for responsive, and also of course uh, related to conversion. So. so you said there that you are a values-based business and you know kind of the topic today is kind of identifying your core values as a business and then using those um, to help further your business goals and keep your people happy. But what do you mean by core values? Like, what does that mean as you think about it? So core values is something that has taken a long time and over a number of years to really identify for myself personally, but also for Glide as a company. And core values is an area where a lot of times you, you can read a book or, or, or see somewhere that oh, a strategic business plan requires this thing called core values. So let me throw down some some common indicators related to integrity or honesty or respect for others, things like that. But one of the things that I have learned is that there is a broad spectrum for what you consider values. There's a lot of good books out there, The Advantage by Patrick Lencioni and also Built to Last by Jim Collins and uh, Jerry Porras that kind of talk a lot about this. And what I have learned is that core values are, are um, there's a spectrum, right? So you have what are your actual core values? And generally speaking, there's two or three of these things, right? And a lot of times what happens is a company will kind of stampede toward coming up with 10, you know, even 11 or 12 core values. What happens is this generalization where you don't actually use these in your day-to-day -day operating. And so you have core values and then you have these pay-to-play values, which are things like integrity and honesty, where you can't really differentiate yourself. You can't make decisions based on these. Uh, it's kind of like saying, I brushed my teeth this morning and I put on clean underwear. You know, that's, that's, people don't need to know that, right? So I think the idea is that you have to kind of figure out what it is about you that makes you unique. And then there's also aspirational core values, which are values that, in my mind, these are values that you want desperately, that you're intentionally trying to cultivate, but yet aren't necessarily innate in who you were from the start and they don't form the bedrock of your company. And so, and then... <clears throat> I think that's something that we're starting to learn a little bit about Glide. So you you describe them as basically saying like one of the things you just said was like okay look you don't probably need a list of like eleven or twelve core values it can start to dilute the effectiveness of them to use them in a day to day context. So is that is that your expectation for core values? Is that I'm going to be able to learn them as an individual or a member of the team and then like use them actively in the decision-making process? Yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, it, it happens on a daily basis with a lot of the values of Glide. And, and I mean, you can just see different examples of this. And oh, and I forgot to mention uh, one of the other types that's something that I have learned is almost an epiphany is an accidental 
core value, which is something that comes up as a result of just how you operate as a company. Um, but you know, from the day to day, I mean, it's, it can be very practical. For example, one of the core values of Glide is less but better, which is an homage to less, less is more, Mies van der Rohe as an arch architectural principle. And, um, but the idea is to remove the clutter and magnify what remains. So there's a boldness. And so we, we, uh, we find we kind of, uh, we mentioned this core value when we're thinking of uh, design decisions. For example, myself and my creative director, the designer, we're all coming up with and looking, looking at a client's work. And if we're trying to vacillate on two decisions, we might say, hey guys, less but better. Okay, we're picking this one. And it makes it a very crystal clear decision and we move on and no one argues. And so it can become that way and I think it can inform you. Also, I think that we've learned that um, when it comes to hiring, for example, you uh, one of the things that I've thought about in terms of why did I create Glide? Why did I start Glide? And so I realized that I started Glide because I wanted to do what I loved. And so innate in Glide is this passion. And so, you know, passion tends to be an overused word but 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 what, the way we define it is love what you do. So when I'm looking at people, sometimes we'll hire someone who may not be tip, uh, technically the very best at what they do, but we know that they're good, but they have an intense passion. They are a, a passionate apprentice. And so we know that they're going to get where they need to be. And we want those types of folks on the Glide team. Now, it's interesting. Uh, WP Engine, of course, I don't know if you're aware or those listening, but we also have core values and we use them similarly to how you've described them in the decision-making process. And it's funny because, you know, how many people are at Glide, Travis? Right now we have about 15 folks. Great. And so here at WP Engine, we have 600. And so we have values at scale. And it's funny because it actually, um, it, it really helps at scale because how do you imprint this notion of culture, this notion of decision-making, the operating system for how you operate as a business on so many people and have them use it in so many different contexts. And that's how the core values of WP Engine have expressed themselves, even now at over 600 employees, is really this notion of you're in a meeting and someone's like, oh yeah, this is built to last, or this isn't built to last, or we can't make this decision because it's not customer inspired. And you hear them bring it up over and over and over and over again. And for us anyways, it gives us confidence in those decisions to know that we are operating against these kind of base set of principles. Um, so I want to kind of understand a little bit though, like this is all fun stuff and um, I think it's very interesting to discuss, but there's, you know, there's material aspect, like why do you actually need these things? And I want to explore that with you a little bit when we get back from this break that we'll be back from in just a minute. So everybody hang tight and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let webmasterradio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. Webmasterradio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. You are now tuned in to the world's largest online radio podcast network for internet marketers looking to dominate the B2B marketplace. Webmasterradio.fm 
WebmasterRadio.fm is home to some of the most respected authorities in all aspects of internet marketing, from SEO to affiliate marketing to social media, e-commerce, mobile marketing, and so much more. Our hosts travel to all stretches of the world and speak to the impact players that are affecting our industry on air, on demand, and available on every mobile device that you can imagine. This is WebmasterRadio.fm. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. This is your host, David Vogelpohl, and I'm interviewing Travis McAshen of Glide Design about core values and how you can think about them and how they can, how you can use them to help improve the performance of your business. Right before the break, Travis, you were sharing um, a little bit about what you mean by core values, and I'm just curious, like, Obviously, you have some had some exposure to this in your reading and just generally the, the information and people you follow. But how did you know that Glide actually needed core values? Like, why did you bother in the big list of things to do for your agency that this had to be one of the things? That's an awesome question. I mean, I think early on when I started Glide myself, it was kind of born out of this desire. I mean, it's kind of like the Michael Gerber e-myth, which is, you know, why do you exist? What is your primary aim? And and so it actually kind of is is born out of this idea of core purpose. So you almost have to have why do you exist before you can have how do we behave? And so one of the things I've learned about about what, what we do is that uh, identifying what do I want in life, right, as a person. And, and what I realized is my purpose is to help people. And so I want my company to be a manifestation of that. And once I identified that, which actually took some time to identify, because early on I thought, oh, well, we exist to build websites. And, but we want to build great websites. But to me, that's really not idealistic enough for a purpose. And so when you look at some of the really smart people, much smarter than me, they relate to, you know, you need to really strive for an aspiration of idealism in your purpose. And then once you have your purpose, I think that you really can start thinking about the, the way the, the operating system, as you'd mentioned, and, you know, it's just this idea of organizational health and organizational health is this kind of intangible aspect where you have kind of a smart company that is good at strategy and is good at people and execution and, and all of the things that kind of a traditional company metrics would be measured by from a success standpoint, but organizational health is a force multiplier. Organizational health is when a company is operating with integrity and not ethical or moral integrity, but integrity as a completeness, as a wholeness, where all of the systems are communicating properly. So your core values is kind of like, you know, it's kind of the connection between your people and your strategy in order to execute your core values. And you kind of mentioned it, wow, I think as you grow, you find that um, if, you're, if you're a young startup, you might have humility and passion as core values. But, but as you grow and you bring on a lot of people, you, maybe you need to bring on a COO whose who's focus is on professionalism. So an aspirational value would be Look, we need to really tighten things up because as we're as we're growing, we're growing too fast for our team. So that's just something. And I think from that organizational health perspective, you'll realize that you can fail your way to success 
at a, as a healthy organization and really get the smarts that are necessary to be successful and the values help you get there. It's very Lencioni-esque, actually, yeah. this notion of organizational health. And I think, you know, a lot of people, and I've run my own small agency in the past and, um, you know, certainly have a lot of friends and business associates who, who run freelance and agency businesses. And I think this notion of organizational health is often overlooked. It's, you know, the demands are so high to service the customers, to get it done on time, to get it done in budget, to grow and operate your business. And it's this notion of organizational health that's almost last on the list for people. Um, and I think it's super important. So in the spirit of open source, uh, I'm just curious, uh, Travis, what are your core values? Like what are Glide's core values um, and how can maybe people think about those and, and how they operate their own agencies and freelancer business? That's, a, that's always a good question to ask. It's something that I probably drive my team crazy on because I'm constantly evaluating the way we manifest our values and even the way we articulate them because you know, a lot of times people will choose core values, say like a uh, relationship or uh, passion. But to me, that's such a generic word that that doesn't really manifest. How do you use that to make decisions? So for example, one of the core values we had for a long time was relationship. What I realized was that didn't really help us make decisions. So the core values for Glide, number one, I started the company because I want to do what I love. So love what you do is core value number one. So we define our core values in a way that describe us uniquely, hopefully not in a cliche, uh, not in something you've heard before, although that one is pretty common. It's, it's hard to get away from that. The second one is work with great people. And so what I realized was if I had $100 million, if I could do whatever I wanted, I would be working. And if I would be working, I would be doing what I love. And if I'm doing what I love, I'm going to need some people to help me do it. And I want to work with great people and for great people. So my definition of when I choose to work with great people are A players, right? So now I'm looking at these core values and they're actually helping me figure out how to hire and how to identify if someone isn't right for our team. And, you know, it's kind of the, the Jim Collins, you know, get the right people on the bus. And so in addition to that, better every day, right? So we have a channel on our Slack called Better Every Day. At least two to three times a day, someone posts in that an idea on how we can improve our process, our system, if something's bugging us. And then we, each week, we pull that into a Kanban where we move those into to-dos and tasks. And so that's a value that manifests itself in a lean methodology where we're optimizing our process on a regular basis, right? Um, and then less but better, which I mentioned before, which is a, which uh, you know it, it really permeates our design culture, but it also helps us be lean and efficient and profitable. Um, and then we call it DFTBA, which is kind of nerd fighters. This idea of don't forget to be awesome. It's it's our way of defining excellence. Um, there's a there's a great seminar by Wayne Dyer called "It's Never Crowded on the Extra Mile," and I love this idea of it's never crowded on the extra mile when you're striving for excellence. Um, so that's really important to us. And one of our big aspirational core values right now over the last few years has been create positive change. And um, so it's just this idea of really trying to give back and trying to, uh, so we're doing hackathons, we're doing pro bono work, we're doing lots of in-kind donations to nonprofits, things like that. And also we're creating a whole separate arm of Glide just to do uh, creative projects. We have a project called Curiosity. Interestingly, I brought the cards here, maybe I could show you later. But it's this card game to find your core values. They're beautifully designed. We've been working on it for about six months. Um, we're going to do a Kickstarter um, in Q2 to uh, fund the production run. And uh, so, yeah, so those are just some of the ways that, that, that we exude our core values. Nice, nice. I'd love to check those out. And for those listening, Travis is here with me in Austin. Um, I don't think the cards are going to play over well on the podcast. <laughs> so I'll have to report back on how, how they look and, and everything. But that's really interesting. So you identified this need to kind of have this operating system for your business in the form of core values. Um, 
what was the effect of it like on the team? Did it help with the performance? Did people just kind of like give it lip service and did not come up again? Did they bring it up but did not have a material impact? Like, did this even matter to the performance of the team? Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, when you're when you're trying to create raving fan customers, when you're trying to create a, a culture where uh, you know your your customers love you. I think it all starts with really identifying your purpose. It's, uh, it's the guy that's mopping the floor at the NASA center. You ask him what he's doing. He says, I'm putting a man on the moon. I'm helping put a man on the moon. You know, it's, it's not every person has their place and a calling. And then once they realize and use those core values, it, it also empowers you to be able to kind of not be stuck in the micromanagement of, of the day-to-day decisions because you empower your team to make these decisions for you. And so I think that when you have a group of passionate people that are where they want to be, that are operating uh, where they're getting better every day and they're uh, striving for excellence, then you create those raving fans. And I mean, and that is a culture of excellence and success. Yeah, WP Engine isn't one of our core values, but our mission is to help our customers win online. And it's interesting to hear you talk about how every single person in an organization is there to help support whatever that mission is. So whether you're mopping the floors or helping out with finance or accounting or legal or support, everyone there is about fulfilling that ultimate objective. And um, that's a message that I, I personally talk about a lot internally as I talk to dispersed teams from around the company is that, hey, everything we do, every breath we take here, every effort we take is about helping that customer get more leads, um, get more you know, e-commerce transactions, get more views on their ads, whatever it means for them to succeed. We're all there for that same purpose. And it's interesting to see if its effects because I think a lot of people, especially in non-customer facing roles, don't realize what they're doing has an effect on someone's business, someone's life, um, their employees' lives, their well-being. Yeah. And I think operating from that sense of purpose, um, to me, makes you perform at a higher level because there's much more on the line than just that little task you have in front of you. Oh, yeah. And you know, I think it affects your productivity. It affects your um, employee retention. It affects your hiring. It affects the... Uh, the nature of your team to know they're in the right place. So, so people can self-qualify themselves to realize, wow, this isn't the environment for me. And, you know, we find a lot of times that that productivity is, is, is purposeful productivity. You know, when you know that, uh, you know, I'm not pushing around pixels, but I'm helping children that have cancer receive the care they need or education in Texas, or if we're trying to help, uh, you know, children that have lost their, uh, their families find their identity. So, I mean, we start to kind of have that narrative and it really resonates. Yeah, I remember in my agency days, that's often how I talked about the projects we did. I didn't say, oh, we made this, you know, amazing website that looked beautiful or anything like that or was technically sound or anything like that. Whatever the, the purpose of the site, the purpose of the experience, who it was helping, that's what we did in that project. To your point, we helped children find, you know, access to services they didn't have otherwise. And so, I don't know, it's just, it seems to be more inspiring. You're going to get better. Uh, I personally perform better. I see that those around me perform better when we're operating at that, that, that greater purpose yeah. and core values is, is an interesting way to help define what that means. So that way, when you're in those moments, you know exactly uh, what the operating system is, how you should base those decisions and be confident in that. And I think that's another key piece is it empowers people to make decisions they might not otherwise feel comfortable making. I want to talk to you a little bit about how this has impacted your interactions with your customers, because certainly in an agency or freelancer context, it's super valuable. Um, but we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. 
Celebrating the best in online advertising, the Web Marketing Association presents the 2018 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your banner ads, email ads, rich media, online newsletters, websites, and social media campaigns now by going to www.iacaward.org. Deadline for entries is January 31st, 2019. All winners will have their entry highlighted on the Internet Advertising Competition website, as well as receive a handsome trophy to display or a personalized certificate of achievement. Be honored among your online advertising peers by submitting your entry into the Web Marketing Association's 2018 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Go to www.iacaward.org now. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. We can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email brasco at wmr.fm and get your message delivered now. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. This is your host, David Vogelpohl, and I'm interviewing Travis Travis McAshen of Glide Design about the use of core values in your business and how you can use that to create an operating system to help you uh, drive performance and success and happy customers and happy employees. And I wanted to kind of pick up now in the interview and talk to you a little bit about the impact of taking this kind of core value focus to your customers, right? You said internally it helped you hire better people, keep them happier, give them a sense of purpose. But like, how does this actually translate into your customers? Is this just an internal language that the customers never see? Did they see it indirectly? Like, how do the customers feel this? Sure. So your core values, one of the things that was an epiphany for me was your your core values are, your true core values are, are they're not really external. They're intrinsically valuable and they don't need any external justifications. And so it's interesting because sometimes you can have a core value for us. One of the accidental core values that was an epiphany to me was, you know, it's kind of like two fish swimming in the water. One fish swims by and says, hey, you know, how's the water? And the other guy say, well, what's water, right? You know, the idea is that sometimes you don't realize what you're in. So, for example, one of our core values that, that I actually had to identify after the fact was autonomy, this idea of independence and freedom. And long story short, it, it, it translates into us. We are a remote agency. And sometimes we make choices that, that can affect our customers. Now, uh, th- that's an example of an accidental core value. But as it relates to you know, when it comes to love what you do, we find that uh, our core values really get a chance to kind of shine 
when we're, when we're working on client projects or when we're interacting with clients, whenever we're trying to decide, um, hey, you know, the client's never going to see this. Should we fix this or should we not fix this? Well, I don't know. Should we try to do our very best? Do we want to be awesome? Yes, 100% go do it. Or, uh, you know, for example, if we have a client, we work with great people. If we're working with a, a great client and we identify a client that's not great. Uh, so a, a good example is if a client is treating us a way that we don't feel like they're respecting our talents and abilities, that, that we're not partnered, we might say, you know what, this probably isn't the best client for us. So it kind of works both sides of the equation. Um, in addition to that, we do a lot of support. Uh, we, we've, worked, we've been in business now for almost 20 years. So we are constantly having to use our core values as it pertains to supporting our clients and deciding, you know, oh, you know, well, this client had an issue. Well, let's just, do, let's just fix that for them. Even if that's 10 hours of billable work, what is our most important thing? Well, it's serving our clients and realizing that they're our partner and we want to work with them no matter what. And we're willing to kind of take that hit. So it's realizing that I think one of the best ways to identify your core value is that are you willing to experience significant pain and suffering to keep it? You know, is it, is it so intrinsically valuable to you that you would make decisions that could potentially hurt you? Then you know that that's a core value. That's a really interesting way to think about that. And just to hear you talk about that, it was almost like most of the time it's not externally facing. You're not going to a customer and saying, we're making this decision because of this core value. Um, I would say that my experience here at WP Engine with our core values, that's also true. I don't think that our people go to the customer and say, hey, I'm going to follow this core value in making this decision. They make the decision and have a normal conversation without introducing this notion of core values, even though that might be the driving factor behind it. And so the customer never hears those words or hears associated with the core value, but they feel it, right? You did yeah. the right thing. You did what was customer inspired. You did something that helped them be built to last or scale or whatever it is that, you know, our core values apply to that situation. And they never knew that that was what was the thing behind it, but they got to experience the benefit of it. And I also thought it was interesting to hear you bring up this notion that, hey, look, sometimes when you choose to follow that, it's going to hurt. It's not going to be good. It's not going to be the decision that's easiest on you or easiest on your profit margin. And I would say again here at WP Engine, when we follow our core values, we absolutely make those decisions and take yeah. one on the nose to honor those core values. And I think it does make us stronger, even though at points it might, as a business, make us weaker here or there. Um, but in the long term and in the health of our platform, the health of our company, it's, it's definitely the correct thing to do. And it's interesting to you, hear you have similar experiences. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and I think also in addition to that, you know, we find that there's definitely a, a, a chance to, to be able to identify these things. Because one, the, one of the questions you might ask, just kind of listening, if you haven't really gone down this path, um, you know, I probably overanalyzed this too much, but just this concept of, okay, well, what do we do? How do we find these? So some, some encouragement would be just to look at the, the high-performing team members on your team. Who is it in your company that exudes the most love, the most respect from team members, from leadership. What is it about them that is unique? And then also the opposite. Are there any team members that you feel maybe aren't, uh, that, that maybe aren't right for the company or you've had experiences with in the past where people had to be, uh, you know, they weren't a part of the team. You say, what was it about them? What was the opposite about that person? That, that why, did we, why did we feel like that wasn't a good fit? And then also looking at the leadership team. What is authentic to the leadership team? Because sometimes you might identify some values of your team where say, say you're friendly, but the leadership team isn't friendly. You know, maybe that wouldn't be authentic to you as an entity. Um, but yeah, I think that, uh, you know, in addition to that, you know, one tip I would say is that you can never really create core values. They exist. They, they are uncovered. Um, and generally speaking, uh, one way to kind of think about it is they are the bedrock and the culture of your company and your core values are different. The culture would be the topsoil, 
you know, and the, and the, the core values would be the bedrock upon which you, you exist. Well, that's super interesting and uh, wish we had more time, but unfortunately we're out, but I wanted to thank you for joining us today, Travis. Really enjoyed talking to you. Thank you so much, David. I appreciate you having me on here. Awesome. And if you'd like to learn more about what Travis is up to, you can check it out at glidedesign.com. I wanted to thank everyone else for listening to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. Again, this is your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.